Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties, in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics, present Big Talk on Little Rock, a deeper look inside Little Rock Trojan Athletics. Now, here is your host of Big Talk on Little Rock, the voice of Little Rock women's basketball, Trey Schaap. Welcome to another edition of Big Talk on Little Rock. We are sitting down with Little Rock Trojan head women's golf coach Jenna Wiley, and the Trojans are coming off of a win in a tournament for the first time in several years, the Little Rock women winning over in Tulsa at the ORU Invitational. They finished first out of seven teams over in Broken Arrow, actually, not Tulsa, but close enough, the club at Indian Springs. You can find Big Talk on Little Rock anywhere you find your podcast. And Jenna, thanks for finally sitting down with us. You're welcome. It's been a while, I know. Yeah, I've I've been asking for mm, a year now since Mm -hmm. we started Big Talk on Little Rock to get you on and I, I thought it would be good right before conference because you leave to go to Daytona um, to the LPGA International. That's where Sunbelt Women's Championships are going to be held this year. And lo and behold, the weekend before you leave, you come up and you win a golf tournament. That had to be pleasing. It was. It was pretty um, pretty insane, to be honest. Um, we've been playing well all spring. So, you know, our freshmen have come in and made an impact. Victoria has completely changed her game from the fall of her scores and everything like that. So we knew we were playing good. Obviously, we went into this tournament, and the main goal was just to use it kind of as a confidence builder going into conference. And after the first day, we had the lead, which was a unique experience and a situation that I believe multiple of the players have never been in before. So they obviously were excited. Um, a little nervous, and then to, you know, finish the deal the next day was kind of something we weren't expecting, so it's kind of great. You talk about being in the lead after the first round and leading wire to wire. We see sometimes in golf tournaments where a player might lead wire to wire, teams might lead wire to wire, but it's pretty rare that that happens. Yeah, and um, the girls honestly had no idea they were leading – after the first round, um, after the first day, to be honest. What did you do? Did you take their phones up and say, don't look at any social media, don't look at the scoreboard? So during play, they didn't have them. Um, they have no access to the scoreboards. Overall, Roberts have a great event that each group had a scorer. So they, the scorer was doing the live scoring for the girls so that they didn't have to do it. And I actually remember there was um, a staff member from Oral Roberts by the clubhouse, and I was there, and he's like, your girls are leading. And it was as Milena was walking by, and I'm like, are we really? Like, I knew it. I didn't want them to know it. And he's like, yeah, you're leading. And I just I just went quiet and didn't say anything, and she walked off. And I was like, yeah, I know. I was like, but I don't want them to know this. So they had no idea. You know, they turned the scorecards in at the end of the second round, and I said girls were leading, and they couldn't – honestly, they couldn't believe it. So. What was what was their reaction? What did you see in their eyes when you told them that after the second round? Um, honestly, they couldn't believe it. Um, I think, you know, they definitely still left shots out there. Um, they would probably admit they didn't play the greatest golf they did the first day. So to actually be told we're leading when they knew they could have done better was, I guess, the feeling that they thought. This is your first Division One head coaching job. You came – uh, from Georgia Southern, where you were an assistant down there. You replaced Bridget Norwood mm-hmm. here, who is a legend amongst women's golf in the state of Arkansas. 
What's the transition been like and the buildup to this point where you are right now? Um, I'm, you know, the transition was great. Um, come into Little Rock from Statesboro, everyone here kind of opened their arms and gave me the advice and help that I needed. I do have some great mentors um, within the coaching world that, you know, they were the first people to text me yesterday. They were also a couple of them actually called us as we're driving home and congratulated the girls. So I have people there that have helped me transition from an assistant to a head coach. Um, I also think, you know, my time at Armstrong Atlantic, who merged with Georgia Southern, uh, my time there as the assistant under Mike Butler was, he kind of prepped me to be a head coach. When you think about the trek to get where you are, it has to be pleasing knowing that, okay, we finally see the fruits of putting in the hard work. And I go back to some of the tough love that you've told me about before that you've had to have with, with some of your ladies on the team before to try and get them to this point. Yeah. Um, we definitely, you know, we are a very, very, very close team. And um, I kind of label us as a family, not as a team. And, the reason we do that is because there are, there are tough moments. Um, and I think any of my players will tell you that I am a tough coach to play for. Um, I think, you know, being from England, I kind of have the, I just say it how it is. And some people kind of don't like that and perfectly fine. But, you know, that is one of the components I do take into my coaching style. Um, but the girls that I inherited from Bridget, they've been great. You know, um, Taya was our first senior. She graduated last year, and she kind of helped the transition of the program. And then my four juniors this year have kind of, you know, embraced it. They're helping to change it. And the freshmen, Agatha and Vicky, have come in and just they're leading the way. Yeah, for those that are listening, if you can't tell with her accent, yes, she <laughs> is not from the United States of America. She's a Brit. Uh, <laughs> one of the best accents that I like to to just sit down and talk with and hear that accent. In fact, I have it as my accent on my phone. Like when I've got Waze pulled up or something, no. yes, it's a British voice telling me, okay, here's where you need to go. Not that way. I mean, it's not a country voice, but yes, it's a British accent. And I it's like kind it. of weird because I get that I'm from Australia a lot. Being But living. you don't say good day. No, I don't. No. So I get that I'm from Australia a lot, which is weird. So being from the UK, the United Kingdom, and coming over here to the States, and being from overseas, does that help in recruiting? Do you still have contacts from back home that you can kind of try to draw on to look at potential players to add to the team? I do. Um, and I do think it's a huge benefit being from England. Um and it's definitely something that I advertise when I'm talking to recruits because obviously coming from a different country and especially coming this far where, you know, it's going to take 12 to 14 hours to get back home is something many people don't really understand. So the fact that I've been through the process, you know, I went through the recruiting process. I talked to multiple coaches. I made my decision and then I actually moved here. Um, I feel that that helps when I am talking to recruits because I understand, you know, when you've got five coaches talking to you, it is stressful. And that's something where I'm always like, I completely understand. So let's just see where it goes. Okay, so you're playing this past weekend, and Justin Rose from the U.K., from England, 
is leading the Masters after two rounds. How were you able to concentrate on what you had to get your ladies prepared to do, but also try and watch him compete in the Masters? Yeah, I guess I kind of broke my own um, team rule in the fact that I had my cell phone out when we were in the practice round. Um, Justin Rose is actually my favorite golfer. Yeah, he has been probably my favorite golfer for the last 12, 13 years. So I was obviously like a 13-year-old girl while he was playing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I definitely, you know, broke the team rule. I had my cell phone out during the practice round. We were I constantly checking the leaderboard. Um, and, you know, I was the nice coach when something interesting happened. I told the girls and let them know. So. So you kind of broke your own rule, but you let them know what was going on. So they were in tune to it as well. Yeah, it was. They were honestly, when we told them when what time we were playing the practice round, and they knew we weren't going to see any of the Masters on Sunday. Um, I wasn't there. Let's just say they weren't my greatest fan at that moment. But it all panned out in the end and worked out in the end because you won the tournament. Yeah, I guess that's all that matters, right? Yeah. That's all that matters. We're going to take a break here on Big Talk on Little Rock. We're sitting down with Jenna Wiley, the head golf coach of your Little Rock Trojans women's golf team. We'll be back after this. Security needs to be at the top of the list when it comes to your family, home, and lifestyle. We offer advanced systems that provide a secure connection to dedicated professionals who can dispatch first responders at a moment's notice. Your system will feature an easy-to-use touchscreen that intuitively makes operating your system as simple as one touch. It's state-of-the-art security that fits into your lifestyle and your life. Give us a call today to learn more. Triple S Alarm, 501-664-4599. You're born amazing, and at Baptist Health, we want to keep you that way. In fact, that's our mission. To not only provide the most skilled doctors and nurses to heal you from sickness or injury and comprehensive care to support your recovery, but also to be your guide to health. Also, you can keep on inspiring, keep on reaching, and keep on amazing. See some of Baptist Health's amazing stories at keeponamazing.com. Welcome back to Big Talk on Little Rock. We are sitting down with Jenna Wiley. This segment is brought to you by Shelter Insurance. We're your shield. We're your shelter. You can find Big Talk on Little Rock anywhere you find your podcast. Jenna, I want to take you back to uh, September of 2020. And after a, a COVID break, you're able to start playing golf again as a team. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie. It was definitely tough. Um. I think the girls probably experienced a lot more of the tough love during the three months of the fall than what they had the previous year. Um, but, you know, I just had to believe that what we were doing was right. Um, you know, the plan that we had, how I coach, it obviously it worked the year before. We saw a drastic in, um, improvement from when I took over until COVID shut us down in 2019 to 20. So, it wasn't, there was moments where I was like, okay, what am I doing? Like, is this going to work? Is it working? But I just, I kind of just stuck to my guns and said, this is what we're used to. This is what we do. This is how we practice. Um, and then obviously just kind of believed that it would eventually turn around and it kind of did. When you go back to that COVID shutdown, how difficult was that to go to your players and say, look, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do, but the season's over. Yeah, it was, um, honestly, it was a little stressful. I completely remember where we were. We'd just come back from Arizona. We'd had a great event out there um, hosted by Western Michigan. 
And then we were actually at Chanel Country Club practicing. And, you know, our phones were, everyone's phones was buzzing because obviously all the tweets the NCAA was sending out, everything athletes were posting. So we honestly just had no idea. We were actually scheduled to fly out two days later to Florida to play in the Western Kentucky event. And um, I eventually, you know, I was on the phone with the with George, RAD, multiple times in that day, like, what what's happening? Like, are we going to be flying? Um, you know, am I going to take my team to Florida and literally get told the next day we're not playing, fly them back? So, you know, I'll never forget it. We were on the practice putting green. We were doing our three-foot drill, and I got the text message, you know, saying the NCAA has canceled the remainder of the competitions for the rest of the year. Um, I think the most stressful was telling the senior. Mm-hmm. You know, Taya was um, – she was a huge role in me taking over this program. And I think any coach out there, when you take over a program and you have players from the previous coach, it can either be a great transition or it can be a really, really bad one. Uh, usually we're, we're, we hear about the really, really bad experiences, but, you know, Taya embraced it. Um, you know, she kind of led by example for the others. And um, we obviously, before we knew the, like, before we knew the players got the one-year extension, we knew she had a job back home. So to tell her it was the last time was kind of a tough conversation to have. Your team is six players. Do you like the the, the small number there? Do you like that number because everybody can grow together? Like you said, it's a, it's a family atmosphere. Would you like to have – a bigger team because in qualifiers you might be able to pick some golfers that that are hotter than others. Yeah, so um, we actually have two recruits coming incoming next year. Um, so that will actually put the roster size to eight because we don't lose anybody. Um, I honestly don't want to ever – I want to be around the seven or eight number just because you keep that competitive atmosphere of them having to qualify. The first year I took over I only had five. So to keep that competitive. That's your team. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's no subbing out, you know, like you can't get injured. Um, we don't have time for you to have a bad spot. Like we got to get through this and keep playing. And then obviously this year in the fall, we only had five. Um, Agatha couldn't get here until the spring because of COVID. She's from Venezuela. And then next year we'll have a couple more. So. What is practice like for you with your team? Obviously, there are some great courses around Central Arkansas that you're able to go out. You mentioned Chennault. I know Pleasant Valley, Country Club of Little Rock, Maumelle Country Club, and then Eagle Hill is the home course for the Trojans. But being able to practice on courses like that, how does that prepare your ladies for the tournaments and the courses that they're going to see throughout the season? Um, I think we honestly, and I may be biased because I'm here, but I do think we have the best practice facilities available to us um I don't know any other college program that literally goes to a different golf course every day and to have each golf course so welcoming to us is something that not many coaches experience but my coaching philosophy is I'm a I'm big on playing golf courses so we do play a lot of rounds of golf rather than actual practice Mm -hmm. we probably play three rounds of golf at least every week so we do play a lot and I think that's important when we do go to these different golf courses because, like you said, everyone that we practice at is different. So it kind of allows for us to adjust when we go away to tournaments. Give us a preview of the Sunbelt Conference Championships down in Daytona Beach, Florida. 
Yeah, so um, obviously it'll be my first conference championship. Um, I actually had the, you know, privilege to coach Georgia Southern as the assistant at LPGA back in 1819, because um, obviously conference was cha- canceled last year. So I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. You know, we have girls in the lineup that they've played a lot of golf um, mm-hmm. this year. And at this moment in time, I actually haven't decided my lineup. So, you know, I'm still going through the process of that. But to know that I have a choice of six girls that have played a lot is great. And the fact that they're coming off of a win, has, I would think, has to give them a little bit of extra confidence going down there to Florida. Yeah, um, you know, it's kind of it's kind of funny. So this was my first win as a head coach, but, you know, I've had previous wins as assistants at Georgia Southern and at Armstrong, and this was a kind of a unique one because the girls didn't really celebrate when I told them we'd won because, one, they knew I wasn't impressed with how they played the final day, um, and, two, they weren't happy with themselves. So to know I have a team that, you know, we won the event, but they're still looking at how they performed and they're not happy with it um, is, you know, a great feeling as a coach. Since the numbers on the team is so small, let's let's go one by one and give me a little quick synopsis of every player that you have and some of their uh, some of their bright spots that you see in them. Oh wow! Um, so golf wise or personality wise? It could be either or. Okay. So maybe something that makes them stand out away from the course as opposed to on the course. Okay. Besides um, besides the GPA, because we know that you've got like the best <laughs> GPA that Little Rock's ever had in the golf program. Yeah, we actually have one of the best in the nation, too. Um, So, you know, they definitely get it done in the classroom. All right, so Agatha, I will start with her. She's on new incoming freshman. She just joined us from Venezuela this spring. Um, And she is a competitive person on this team. Um, She is constantly pushing the girls. And, you know, she always wants more. So... I would say that's her. Um, and they call her Aggie, right? They call her Aggie. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is difficult. Okay. Sydney is our Canadian. She is our fun-loving, outgoing personality. She's the one who sang karaoke at the team's Christmas party last year that we all okay. have the video to. Um, so she's the one who's always upbeat and, you know, just pretty much just a great joy to be around. Um, and Kelly is... They call her the mom of the group. So she's the one that I kind of lean on whenever there's anything that needs to be done. Uh, Whenever we stay in condo, she's the one who's, you know, planning what they're going to cook for dinner and making sure everyone's on time. So that's really, really good. Um, Mal is our quiet. She's not really quiet, though, but she's very, very, her sense of humor is very unique. she a lot of the time she get she gets a little nervous with what I say um and it's kind of funny her reactions but you know on the golf course she's probably the longest hitter that I have seen really yeah how far what's her average um so she works meters um but you're probably looking at like 270 um 280 yards for a driver so is that a, is that a difficult switch right there to go from meters to yards because all of the courses over here are measured in yards um so she still uses meters so her rangefinder will tell her in meters for me i've got used to converting it's basically just 10 percent 
Um, but it's interesting whenever I'm helping them, you, you know, select clubs because I'm converting it from meters to yards. Okay, what would I hit? Well, I hit this a certain yardage. Okay, I have to translate it back to meters, you know. So it's kind of a little bit of a process. Yeah. Um, who have I got left? Victoria. Yes. So, um, Vicky came in, you know, she's honestly the quiet one. We call her, and they're probably going to laugh if they ever hear this, but she is our, a healthy eating person on this team, so we call her the rabbit. Yeah, no cheeseburgers for her. She's constantly salads every single meal. Um, it's kind of the running joke that whenever we go, you know, we stopped at um, ice cream place on the way home yesterday after we won, and we're like, rabbit, you are you eating this with us? <laughs> um, so she's, you know, she's definitely a character on the team. And then Tilda. Um, Tilda is the most focused person I've ever met. Um, you know, whether it's golf wise, whether it's academics, whether it's just in general life, um, she wants to know everything. She wants to know the plan, which is great because I never have to worry about her not knowing what's necessary. Um, but like I said, the whole team as a unit, we are a family. And as you can hear, they're all international. So it's kind of a unique thing. It is a kind of a, a unique team with them all being internationals, is it not? It is. It's definitely interesting, but you know, I think that embraces the family unit because they all they are all away from home. Interesting. We're going to take one more break. We're going to come back with more with uh, Jenna Wiley. We're going to get into uh, how she and her husband met in college, and we're also going to go to um, let's call it a high peak. <laughs> We'll go to a high peak before we get done with this edition of Big Talk on Little Rock. Stay with us. At Stevens, our philosophy is to invest every dollar as if it were our own, to seize opportunity, to anticipate rather than react, to deliver constant focus in an ever-changing world, and to pursue the objectives of our clients in order to help them reach their financial goals. A proven history of helping companies and individuals. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. In sports, success is measured in points, wins, and trophies. At Shelter Insurance, we measure success in the quality of our products and services, in how we support our communities, in being there when you need us most, and the occasional trophy, like the one from J.D. Power for highest customer satisfaction among auto insurers in the central region. Shelter Insurance. We're your shield. We're your shelter. For J.D. Power 2019 award information, visit jdpower.com slash award. Welcome back to Big Talk on Little Rock. Trey Shap sitting down with Jenna Wiley, the Trojan women's golf coach, and coming off of a win over at the ORU Invitational and getting ready for the Sunbelt Conference Championships down in Daytona Beach, Florida. And, uh, man, must be nice to get to Daytona get to go to Daytona coach but uh, I know you've got strict business down there it's a business trip to go to Daytona I want to take you back to your days in college and how you met your husband because he's also into golf big time Mm -hmm. he's a professional Mm -hmm. yeah so he's actually the assistant professional out at um, Maumelle Country Club one of the courses that we practice at but Yeah, you're right. We met in college when we both played at Armstrong Atlantic State University. He was on the men's team, and um, obviously I was on the women's team. And, I mean, did you meet on the golf course, um, or did you meet somewhere else? Were you out at 
did he just come up to you and say, hey, you know, would, would you like to go to dinner with me tonight or a movie or something? How did that happen? So honestly, so we had the same coach. We had the same head coach for the men and the women. Okay. And we would have practice and workouts together. Um, so it was pretty easy to develop friendships with players on the men's side because we were constantly with them. Um, you know, we were friends for a while before and then obviously started dating in college. And then here we are both living in Little Rock and being married. I was going to say, when when you took the job here, did you have to try and find a place where he could also find work? Or how did that conversation go? Um, so it's kind of an interesting one because obviously – I don't know what it's like to be married to a coach. Um, he can probably reflect on that <laughs> a little bit better. But when we were, when I was applying for this job and I got this position, it was a conversation of, okay, well, when and how and why and what do we do about the move? Um, the original plan, you know, was for me to come here, kind of find roots, figure out where we were going to live. We have three dogs that... Um, they like to destroy things. Oh so boy. renting was not an opportunity we had to buy. So he was going to stay back in Savannah for a couple of months while I figured out where we were going to live. And he drove me out here. We actually had dinner with some acquaintances that we knew from Savannah. And he reached out to Carrie at Marmel and he was looking. The weekend he moved me here, Justin got the job and had to start three weeks later. So off I w he went back to Savannah, and I tried to find a house in three weeks. Wow. And so he went back, packed up everything, and then put it all in a rental truck, and you moved here. Yep, he did. He went back, and I was lucky, fortunate f for us to find a house that we closed on pretty quickly. And, um, you know, I'm definitely grateful the fact that he did the drive from Savannah to Arkansas with the three dogs, and I didn't. <laughs> I didn't yes. have to do that. Um, so yeah, that was how that happened. What kind of dogs are they? So we have three rescue dogs. We have, um, Boda. He's kind of a lab retriever mix. Jenga is an American Staffy, so part of the Pitbull family. And then Griffin, our little one is actually Chihuahua Pitbull mix. Oh, wow. So, Man. Yeah. yeah. I would say they could probably tear some things up. Those, those types of dogs. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, outside of golf, outside of Little Rock, uh, you being from England, you've traveled the world, and let's see, this summer, you did quite a bit of traveling and quite a bit of hiking. Yeah, um, it was actually over Christmas break. I hiked Kilimanjaro, so that was probably one of the biggest travels that I have done in my life, but uh -huh. definitely something that I would recommend for everybody to do because I completely fell in love with the whole culture and country. Now, did Justin go with you? He did not. He stayed home. He has to stay home and look after the dogs the majority of the so time. So you get to go do all the fun stuff. How? I mean, come on, Justin, how is this working <laughs> out? I'm going to have to go talk to him. No, please don't. I guess I can say I got very lucky. <laughs> so tell, tell me, how did, how did that trip come about? Oh, um, so I am one of these people that every year I want to try and do something crazy. Um, okay, I would say that's crazy. To kind of achieve the year. You know, the year before in 2019, I did the Ultra Spartan Race, which is a 30-mile race through obstacles and mud. So that was 2019. And honestly, I've always wanted to do Kilimanjaro ever since I was younger. Okay. So back last February... In 2020, I was 
sitting around and I said, you know, let's just press book. And I did. And wow. Counted wow. down the days. So you like adventure, I guess, is what we could say. Have you bungee jumped? Have you skydived? Are those coming up? Are they on the list? So I really do want to skydive. Um, that's on the list. Um, but bungee jumping, I don't know if I would trust yeah, the rope that much. Yeah. Um, but my next one is I'm actually planning to go hike the mountains to see the gorillas in Uganda. So Wow. Justin gets to stay home with the dogs. <laughs> wow. Um, last question for you, and this might be the easiest one because you've probably already used it before. What is your pitch that you use on recruits to get them to Little Rock? That's actually the toughest question that you've asked me today. Really? Um, yeah. Can I say I'll keep it a secret so no one copies it? No. Oh. I need an answer. Oh, my goodness. You know, um, I think the pitch that I tell everybody is you're going to come to a team where you are a family. And even though we are a family, you're a part of it. Part of it is your responsibility. Um, you know, but boy, do do we know how to have a good time. Um, you know, you're going to be constantly laughing and smiling. And But at the end of the day, as you can see from the win, we, we get our business done. No doubt about that. Jenna, congratulations on the win. It's good to sit down with you. And best of luck at the Sunbelt Championships coming up. Thank you so much. I promise I'll be back soon. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. That'll do it for this edition of Big Talk on Little Rock. Another one comes your way soon. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to Big Talk on Little Rock with Trey Shep. This was a presentation of Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics.